theme song sounds Hello. so good over this different audio setup I have. I gotta say, Andrew, so for the listener, Andrew's using his phone because uh, his computer was having internet issues, and his phone is almost filming, I feel like, a James Cameron red 8K camera style. I have never <laughs> seen him in such clear quality before. Uh, I feel like I'm in the room with him. It's very clear. And we have done maybe 200 Zooms together. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen I him feel like so clear before. Maybe the app updated? I feel like we've we've even used my phone before. I'm, I'm trying to be yeah. conscious of looking at you guys, but talking into the microphone. Um, yeah. This is fine. Maybe angle All the stuff little. we there easily could have done before we started recording. But yeah. we didn't. Still Yo's is racist. Still Andrew T. Still Tawny Newsom. Still Kevin Bartell. Um, That's us. Racism. Still bad. Last I mm -hmm. checked. I would argue maybe getting worse. Oh, this is going to be awkward. Okay, so I got to look at this thing. This is going to be fine. We're doing fine. I have more screens up. And I don't have the thing that I would use to take a picture of the screen is also being used. Or to this setup. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to... I'll speak for Tawny... I'll speak for yeah. Tony really quick and say we aren't going to be offended if you don't make eye contact with us like briefly <laughs> to look at a screen. Yeah, I think it's okay that you just talk out into the ether. Yeah, I, Tony and I aren't like texting on the side like, is he okay? What's going on? Yeah, why is he being so weird? <laughs> it's like, I feel like it's like you guys are like watching a documentary. Like I didn't realize until way too late that the whole thing of documentaries is people's eye lines are just off to the yeah. off camera to the interviewers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Although so, now yeah. I would like to see a documentary where everyone's just straight down the barrel. Just, yeah. Just, <laughs> um, what's just his face does eyes that? boring into the lens. <laughs> I think it's Errol Morris. Someone does that. They have like a whole fake really? setup where they have a mirror that points to the, um, uh, yeah, some mirror prism contraption, but mm. it's unnerving. It's like not what I didn't realize that wasn't what I was used to. And I learned that way too late in my right. life as a person who kind of is adjacent to filmmaking. I'm just like, I oh, guess that's the number weird. one difference between movies and music videos. Music videos. <laughs> this is yours. This racist. music videos are right down the barrel. And that's a distinguisher of them from movies, lest you forget and think that they are a movie. If they're looking at you, it's probably a music video. <laughs> That's the only difference. Yeah. If you could, if they're, if, if it feels like they can see you, <laughs> music, music is playing. That's what it Our is. new suboptimal um, show is just us identifying what's a movie and what's a music video. <laughs> yep. Yep. Each episode is four minutes long. And four <laughs> minutes seems like a long time. It seems like it takes too long yeah. to try and figure it out. <laughs> um, speaking oh of suboptimal, thank you, Kevin. Yes, mm -hmm. our suboptimal feed is uh, one of the ways that you can support uh, these these folks on this podcast right now who are on strike. Yeah. I'm on double strike. Um, Tony's on more strike I than have you to can imagine. Yeah, that means I have to stand on my head for a couple hours a day. Don't ask me why. That's just what those <laughs> guidelines they put out. Do not encourage SAG members to start standing on their heads because you know they'll do it. 
Oh, God bless. Um, I really laughed really hard uh, on last week's episode. If you didn't hear it, we had uh, WGA captain Carlos Cisco on, and he said, man, since SAG joined, a lot of people just way more willing to take off their shirts. <laughs> it really it really cracked me up and rang true. We are a damaged people. Um, but yes, and you can support y'all us. Y'all don't be eating the cookies. This- There's so many cookies at, this, at the table because I think people are delivering so many more supplies because it's like 10 times more people. Always cookies. I know. The Jenny's ice cream people. I walked like Left eight laps cookies. past them and they were just like trying to give me ice cream every time I came around. And at a certain point, they were like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I don't know how to begin to go into this. Um, uh, but yes, one of the ways you can support, support these these double strike Oreos is uh, through our subscription site, Suboptimal Pods. That's where we give you bonus content, watch-alongs, other fun hangout shows like Yo Can We Live, which is our podcast where we don't talk about racism. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also other ways. There's like a tip jar function. So if you don't want to do a whole ass hefty subscription, um, then you, oh my God. you can check that out and just, you know, don't uh, donate what's comfortable to help us keep the lights on. We'd really appreciate it. I'm going to find this person. Shoot. Okay. This is, you guys keep talking. Um, I'm going to find, or I'll also keep talking, but I'm trying to quietly find this person because someone wrote in, I believe, I don't remember if it was the yo Instagram or my Instagram, but just someone was like, um, even though no one's on Twitter anymore, which is wise. Um, I just donated to the, uh, get unblocked by Andrew. Uh, on Twitter wow. option oh, just, just because as support. Wow. Um, and so thank you. So I am much. going to thank this person, even though all of my screens are occupied right now, but I will find a way. Um, we'll have to update that so to much. get unblocked on X uh, by Andrew with <laughs> cool Elon updating Twitter's name. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What, what easy uh, SEO, what mm-hmm. amazing searchability x has yeah i love so like how mad is john doe <laughs> <laughs> i love um how like clearly idiotic this guy is because I, I feel like this is a type of thing you see a lot it's like like because one of his explanations is x is just the coolest letter um <laughs> and i think i because you see like variations of sentiments like this from uncreative people a lot which is like just imagining that actual people who are like literate and have any sort of charm think there's a validity to there being a cool letter like how little information gets imparted and look yeah don't come at me if you're like some kind of annoying ass linguist or something um (laughs) but largely speaking like it's a little it's it's just like it's it's like the people that think like um like insults like a good insult is one that has a lot of adjectives because that's all they can sort of think of um right right like, like they have ooh. a bedazzling quality to their to their joke yeah. structure they're like more is more yeah it's just so or the, yeah it's just like do you know what's really cool x a letter it's like it's not I mean, it's like any other letter. It has an equal number of interesting things as any other letter. And pretend like making this the basis of your whole thing is so boring and charmless, which is exactly what Elon is. I like um, you saying, if you're an annoying ass linguist, don't get at us, because that implies that you think when people are getting like a degree in linguistics, there's a course on like which letters 
go the yeah. hardest. Yeah, yeah. And which ones are not cool, cool. letters. <laughs> yeah. It's just like it's like it's it's like which an infant's fuck? idea. Or not an infant. It's like a fucking teenager's idea of what's cool. Like a very dumb teenage boy, which is exactly where Elon's I mean, I did yeah, do Smasher Pass the Alphabet 101, and that was really fun. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was my favorite class. I mean, okay, actually, that's that's pretty dope. Yeah. Letter G, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you think it's uncool, but I tell you, letter G goes hard Smash as fuck. <laughs> oh, it's all so stupid. This, uh, we haven't even talked about the aliens. I know it's not oh, yeah. for this show, really, but like... It is just also wild to me that like not enough people are really talking about it. This this huge hearing where all of these, you know, I I feel pretty intense reveals were revealed. Like normally those hearings are like, uh, you don't really get any information. People are like, I can't really say. But these people would be like, so <laughs> we have crashed a spacecraft that's not from this earth. And like the military guys, the intelligence guys are all like, yes, we do. They're like, cool, and you know where it is? They're like, yes, I sure do. <laughs> they're like, great, can you tell us? And they're like, not publicly, but I'll tell you in a like in a private closed room in the in the skiff. But they're like, yeah, I have all the locations of all the crashed aircraft and the non-human remains that piloted it. And everyone's just like, cool, 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 okay. And now there's just more fucking news about Ariana Grande's b- b- boyfriend that she met in the Wicked movie. And I'm like, what are we what are we Who doing? Cares? What are we doing? Yeah, it's aliens. There's aliens. I I said this and you I what last you, when we spoke about this in person the thing I said that made you laugh but I kind of meant was like what's it really going to change <laughs> <laughs> like functionally like for 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 like normal well, people I, I think we don't know but but judging by <laughs> most movies it, it could really yeah. do some shit but it it's could like do something but it's wild but what are we going to do about it you know. Well, again, I would have you see many of those movies where we have to, we'll have to band together. I know <laughs> the world over. The banding together to part is the thing that a common enemy. It's like it's like that's you know like of all the pieces of science fiction, the idea that humanity would band together is by far the most far fetched. Yeah, but maybe that's this is what it's going to take. I don't know. I think it's. Like, I'm not someone who's, like, super fearful, but I am, like, I think this warrants more public conversation. <laughs> I just keep thinking about... We maybe just be I just keep thinking about an alien looking down the barrel of a lens and the three of us going, music video! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, got you. We know. Music video. Aliens, though. Yeah. Aliens, though. Everyone kind of just here. went, like... Like the word UF or the letters UFO trended for like half the day on Tuesday. Uh, we're recording this the uh, early and releasing it late, so that stuff trended, and then it just kind of like went away. And then every now and then people will be like, "Oh yeah, did you see that thing on UFOs? Did you see that thing where that intelligence officer said that there have been uh, reports of aliens on Earth since the 30s, since the 1930s, in multiple countries and locations around the world." Under oath. It's just wild that they admitted all that. It's wild. <laughs> I mean, okay. Here's the other other side of it, though, is... Oh, no, I guess... Yeah, never mind. I was going to say you could just lie under oath because what are they going to do? But they probably just do whatever bad thing they do to everyone who lies under oath, I guess. I, but it seems like there's a lot... That would be a lot of people lying. They were like, 
two military guys, two uh, intelligence guys. It yeah. Seems like a lot of lying. And why? Yeah, that's, you know, just to give us a little fun half day on Twitter is why. I know somebody, uh, somebody I know who's very cynical, even more cynical than Andrew said, Whoa. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if any of that was real. What are they? It's all a distraction. What are they really trying to hide from us? And I was like, no, I think this was the thing that I think the other things were the distraction from this. Yeah. I think they didn't <laughs> want us to know this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Here's here's an actual ass question that is hopefully not making light of our uh, labor situation, but is it does it count as mm-hmm. promotion of Star Trek if you personally believe it's real? <laughs> if I believe Star Trek is real, if you believe that you actually well, factually are Ensign Mariner, does that make it promotion? <laughs> No, but I do think that means I'm having a a, a brain problem. But I having a time, to the doctor. yeah. But having a time may not be against union rules. That's all I'm. It's not struck work. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Having a having a brain event is not struck work. Because um, <laughs> not even no. Anywhere. What I was gonna say is that <laughs> what I was gonna say is that the thing that's so wild to me, like I think we've talked before about how, or maybe I talked about on the the pod direct of the Star Trek podcast but um which is also struck work that i can't talk about but anyway the um uh the fact that like engineers and people who make you know our our tech items like the people who designed ipads and laptops and things like that many so many of them were and are star trek fans and that's why Mm -hmm. our technology now mimics what in the late 80s they were you know they were making pads or they were making like view screens and stuff so that's why a lot of our tech kind of is like mirroring um star trek stuff so I feel like that's going to start to happen with like, we're going to, you know, they're going to reveal to us the procedures they've had for like encountering these pilots, right. of this, these non-human spacecraft. And suddenly they're going to start talking about things like first contact protocols and, you know, prime directives and all these things that they surely will have put in place that are, that are, well, well we hope anyway, that are probably modeled off of, you know, this show. Because this is the yeah. longest running, we're the longest running franchise of any sort of talking about dealing with dealing with aliens so just stands right. to reason that you know the, the people actually encountering the real aliens there's going to be some fans in there and also it is like that's the power of like these fictions that were made by people like these are like realities in the imagination that like just mm-hmm. trying to get us back in the good graces of the, the various guilds like the, the this is the power <laughs> of the work that that we do um and other people cannot do it they can copy it which is what um the uh producers the studios think they can do but they cannot do it speaking of uh fucking tech dickheads uh this is old by the time this comes out but it was just a thing i I was like oh man this is so classic um and also i did want to bring up just because like i i only because i recall reading an ad at some point years ago these folks did advertise on our podcast along with every other podcast. But the fucking dickhead in charge of the company that makes Blue Chew, which is, I guess, like Viagra gum, uh, we didn't get any samples, but I believe that's basically what it is, which is, you know, like a fine thing to have. But um, CEOs, uh, as usual, and I believe he is from the era of 
some kind of tech-ish person. Um, this guy, uh, Steve Sullivan, um, who uh, has a Twitter handle, Think Scrappy, just got caught basically in, in an argument, like arguing on a Twitter thread against the guy... Uh, Heralder uh, Thorleifsson, who kind of became famous by going public um, because he wasn't paid by Elon Musk um, after his like startup got purchased and he was like sort of fired um, against probably his like contract. Um, I don't remember where that wound up, but this guy, the um, Holly, the guy, the Icelandic guy, the good guy in this, but basically was talking about some version of iniquity in in society. And uh, for some reason, this guy, Steve Sullivan, decided to jump in, coming at it from a modern libertarian perspective, which is just like right wing, but um, right wing and racist, but thinking they have a leg to stand on. And he basically came in and was like, woke, the woke mind attributes inequality, I'm paraphrasing, to like, um, oppression as opposed to like, you know, the realities, like basically saying like, if you think that inequality by race in society is um, the result of racism, you, that's communism and therefore that's bad, which is like, obviously just racist. But as he got kind of like walked down the the Twitter road, he would keep on like trying to back up his things. And eventually, and it got to the point where he, like someone just kind of asked him point blank and it was like, so then why is there class inequality and, you know, or sorry, inequality by race? And mm-hmm. he basically was like, well, because races have like different, you know, attributes. Um, <laughs> so he went down which is race science. Yeah, um, which is like, it um, like hit a chord with me because this is especially on my arguing uh, on Twitter days. Um, mm-hmm. Many times you're arguing with like libertarians, people call themselves libertarians who are like, I'm not racist, but it takes, it, this is my diver- version of six degrees of separation, but it takes less than six exchanges for them to admit the reason society is the way it is, is because I think black people are less intelligent. It is. Yeah so easy to get them down this road um, that it is, I mean, truly pathetic. And obviously these people are racist, but that is also why I, having done it enough times, no longer bother engaging with them because it is like, Mm. you're gonna get your ass to, well, it is because some races are inferior to others so quickly that right it's just a question of how many steps until it gets there yeah so quickly and so reliably that i'm just like if you say i'm if you're a libertarian even it's like you there's no if if you believe that you know it means a series of things that all lead to this is why society is like this not it's not racism that makes oppressed people uh, you know or whatever white supremacy or, or or whatever patriarchy it's it's something inherent to who they are. It's it's the people that like get up in anthropology class and like women's nimble fingers make them predisposed to sew. <laughs> <laughs> That's true though. God, my fingers are so nimble. Another thing I saw on Twitter this week. <laughs> it means that um it means that when my friend orders fries with their sandwich and I order salad, it means that I'm really good at being really sneaky and taking a couple of fries because of my mm-hmm. nimble women's fingers <laughs> that's just science that's just science it's right there. science it's not me being greedy <laughs> this is while the uh, syllabus is being discussed 
Oh my God. Truly. I mean, it's just, I, I, I think what it is, is now that Elon Musk is even further into Twitter, um, obviously lots of cultural things have made these bozos even more emboldened than they previously were. But um, yeah, these people are bold and genuinely some of the dumbest people ever to walk this, this earth, dumbest, most repellent people ever to walk this earth. So mm-hmm. enjoy that or not. I am enjoying it less, but it, this one did. Perked, perked my ears. That's my only news from two weeks ago. I think that's... Hey, look. We did a lot of strike news last week. This is kind of becoming the rhythm of this pod. We do one kind of strike-heavy episode, then we do a voicemail-heavy episode. So, yeah. why don't strike-y, we take a little... Strikey voicemail. Strikey voicemail. Why don't we take a little break, and then when we come back, we're going to get through... We might get through three voicemails, listeners. Like, old days style. We're going to try. And we back. Oh, okay. Let's kick that first voicemail and see where it takes us. Hey guys, I don't have a question. I just wanted to. I want to. I want to tell <laughs> you a it. joke I heard at work a few months back. I work for a major location of a printing and mailing company that uh, shares a name with a popular allergy medication for some reason. Uh, the boss and his second in command are dead ringers for Mr. Burns and Smithers, and I wouldn't even waste your time with that detail if it wasn't true. It's it doesn't matter. Anyway, Mr. Burns comes up to me. He says, hey, let me tell you a joke real quick. Because that's, you know, that's what funny people say to let you know that they're about to be really funny. So he makes this casual declaration that he's going to tell me a joke, right? And he leans in kind of close, not like weird close, but he darts his eyes back and forth real quick like a cartoon character. And he says, you're not Jewish, are you? And I looked up from what I'm doing and I said, if I was, would you have hired me? Ooh. And he gets this look on his face like he forgot what he was going to say. And he makes <laughs> a noise like, <laughs> and he walks off. So that's the funniest joke I've ever been told by my boss at any job. And I'm oh, proud to have been a part of it. And if you can't tell from wow. context clues, I am a white dude at a workplace that doesn't have any Jews on staff for reasons that I am not confused about. Again, I don't have an is this racist question for y'all. I just wanted to drop you a little work snitch because I know y'all enjoy that kind of thing and because I just quit my job today. I I don't have another job lined up. I just got sick of their shit and I'm celebrating by calling into a podcast that I used to listen to at work. And now I'm going to go see if I can get another job where I can still listen to podcasts. Love you. Bye. Wow. A lot here. First of all, congrats on getting out of a situation that wasn't good for you. (laughs) My only, uh, I I was just like, I can't think of the name of this place. Zyrtec is the only thing that comes to my mind, which can't be correct. Do you know the name of it? I don't know the allergy medication. Anytime I have an allergy attack, I take a boatload of FedEx office and that usually clears it up. (laughs) okay okay we're on the same page i'm like i don't know what this is and i i, I know used to I take mailboxes etc but it just doesn't have the same effect it doesn't work <laughs> as well if you really take enough stamps.com it can it can even oh, you okay. out but it doesn't always you know, i'm sorry i do have to i have to leave really quick i have to go send something from a claritin down the street so <laughs> i have to wrap this up 
<laughs> These Can you tell we're on strike and we're bored? <laughs> we, we've been needing to use our stupid brains. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and riff opportunity for us? Yeah. I don't have well, enough riff you. in my life. <laughs> um, um, I just like this voicemail, though, because I was like, yeah, we need more people at least pretending to name their racist employers, um, which, again, I guess someone smarter than us could figure this out or smarter or more allergic than us can figure this out. Um, but also, I'm like, yeah, quit your jobs. Call out your employers and quit your jobs. Please do that. Yeah. It's the L- right thing Lotrimin? to do. Lotrimin? <laughs> I don't know. It's also probably some weird regional, you know, it's probably only in southeast Nebraska or some shit. I'm like, how would we know this? <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to find out. We have no idea. Never. Cut to, we're, gonna, we're about to get 4,000 social media comments <laughs> about this. Everyone is going to be like screaming wait. at their phone. It's going to be um, great. That's engagement, baby. We'll take it. I thought there was like a slight, a small drag in the middle of it, but it was clarified where he said, I'm celebrating by calling in a podcast that I used to listen to. <laughs> yeah, at work. I was like, damn. And then he clarified, he added at work, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I know that pause made me go like, ooh. <laughs> Yikes. Sorry, we didn't uh, retain your listenership. Hey, as long as you kept, as long as you kept the episodes downloaded to your phone, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. Do we can't want. tell the difference. Every Listen download the counts. I don't, we don't know what Listen your ears do. <laughs> um, all right, let's listen to this second voicemail, which maybe will have a question in it. Hi, Andrew, Tawny, and guest. I am a white woman. I have an all-black German Shepherd dog, and I've noticed that people tend to be more afraid of him than other non-black German Shepherd dogs. Um, I've had people cross the street to avoid walking on the same side of the street as us. He um, can't get a bank loan. Had a woman actually (laughs) scream out loud when she came upon us on the sidewalk at night around a corner. Um, And I know that there's also a lot of superstition around black cats being unlucky or dangerous and so i'm wondering (laughs) what your thoughts are is this like an anti-black sentiment that is sort of being projected onto the animal kingdom or am i just being oversensitive just love the show bye thank you thank you we love you just for the listener kevin is losing it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Kevin was really like I believe the phrase doubled over applies here. I just I uh, wasn't expecting Animal Kingdom. <laughs> Animal Kingdom was wild. I also it made me think, do we need an entirely separate show that's just yo is this racist but animals? <laughs> animals only. Well, we can't have Peanut host it because she's problematic. <laughs> Peanut's a little problematic. Yeah. But it's just because she's from a different time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peanut's tweets about cancel culture. <laughs> Yo, yeah. boy. Tough. Boy. She's, yeah, not God. cool. I can't believe I let her in this house. I mean, look, the caller kind of rescues this by wondering if she's overthinking it. But I'm just going to go say... Looking, applying, applying the 
systemic oppression of black people to like there's some obvious like use of blackness as a cudgel against black folks um but this is i would say significantly too far it's interesting though it is not the first time i've heard it and i will say the first time i've i've heard this question posed was from a an instagram account that i know i've plugged on our um premium show uh yo can we live the show where we talk about fun stuff and do fun relaxing things and don't uh, talk about racism but um uh, is black people and pets it's a very funny instagram account it's exactly what it sounds like but there was a whole series of posts about black dog discrimination and about how they don't get adopted as much from shelters that's a little bit different than what this caller is saying like it does sound like there is a you know, people want all black dogs less than they want other colors. And it's mm-hmm. apparently across all breeds. But uh, I remember being like, whoa, we really going to take the whole, we, we really going to, we really talking about dog racism? Yeah. Hmm. It's just, okay. it's, we got it's energy like... for that when there's still plain <laughs> <Yeah>. racism. <laughs> Human racism. Yeah. Let's, let, let's, uh, let's focus up here. Is, yeah. is I mean, I guess if, if you've got energy for all, then great. I'm for it. Well, my worry is this sort of equating of these things. Yes. <laughs> no, not the equating part, but the like, if if this is a significant problem and you have energy to fight for the things that affect human beings as well as dogs, yeah. then go right ahead. But what I was interested in with this caller is like, even if, okay, even if she's maybe overthinking, even if she's maybe a little off base, there is something to be said for like her having the secondhand experience of what she's perceiving as racism. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know in what other way she's experiencing people crossing the street to not walk near her and being scared when she walks up, <laughs> walking behind a woman alone at night and the woman's like freaked out, pretends to fake a phone call to her friend. Like, she, she in her mind has, she's gone a bit too far, but it is interesting that yeah. she's, She's experiencing these things that she might not have otherwise. So maybe that's maybe that's just good for right. general awareness. Yeah, of how people guess, are treated. I know it's just it's just like like the the narrow window of finding the lesson here is like <laughs> so narrow and so bad. If you miss the window, yeah, it's uh, that I am I am loath to encourage this trait of thought. Though you're right, I hear right, what you're, right. you're saying. <laughs> You're right, you're right. I was just, just maybe like, like, maybe the silver lining is she is maybe, she will maybe think about these things differently as a result of, of yes. her perceptions of yes. what's happening. So maybe she'll think about these things even more when it comes to people, maybe. Yeah, that's by far the best version of this um, that I don't think hits enough. Well, but yes. I, w- I win the prize. Oh, yeah. Tawny, we've, the Tawny Awards, every year... Wait, we they're named baited. after me? Yeah. And I don't automatically win them all the time then? No, it's a competition. Of course, it's a fair competition. You just happen to be the best at it every year. Okay. Um, but no, it's a very real competition administered by non-corrupt <laughs> <laughs> judges and uh, moderators of all kinds. The Tawnies <sighs> would be like the one award show I do watch. Oh, yeah? It's, it's got a great <laughs> name for an award show. <laughs> They would. It would be not very long. That, that's my promise that's to perfect. you as as an award show uh, profiteer. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> that's it. 
<laughs> that is true. It is it is short, sponsor friendly. That's uh-huh. what Tawny brings to the table. A, mm-hmm. a good pace and lots of branding opportunities. Yep, lots of outfits, short speeches. In fact, no speeches. You get to come up oh and you get God. to play. You get to play 15 seconds off the first phone, uh, off the first song that comes up on your phone. Mm-hmm. Saved yeah. music, not streaming. Saved, Saved music, music on not, your phone. Not streaming. And of course, it is from a list of pre-approved sponsored music. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. But there is an orchestra that plays that out too, like a pit like underneath will play yeah. that bit, music out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you play it in lieu of a speech from your phone mm-hmm. just by holding the speaker up to the mic, and then the orchestra has learned it and, and they play you off with it. Play you yeah. off. That's fun. aggressively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this could be the a Tony great Awards. show. The Tony Awards feature. It'll be the only Tony <laughs> and just like and just all the black dogs from every rescue in Los Angeles. They're just all seated at tables. <laughs> it's just only <laughs> dogs. <laughs> oh. Something, there's really something in this award show for everyone is the important thing. <laughs> um, it's all here. Uh, okay, so yeah. last voicemail. Let's do one last more voicemail. Hi, long time listener, first time caller. I have a question. I am a black woman who works in a predominantly white town. I work for an event space owned by the city, and a woman had a white woman had a very Karen moment where, after the event, she violated mental policies and decided that because she had not a good experience in her opinion, that we owed her her money. Well, she decided that since my answer was not sufficient, she decided to kick it all the way to the mayor. And when the mayor said, "Nope, I'm supporting my," teammates, the woman proceeded to put a Yelp review out and named me one star and named me as a horrible person and that the event space not worth the time. Now, I'm only enforcing the policies of the city. She did not name anybody else but me. Um, Is this racist? I think it is because I'm still bothered by it and it was a long time ago and I feel like she had a very caring moment and decided to let everyone know without realizing that your side of it was bad and you should not have called me out because, again, city policy, council approved everything. So, definitely racist, right? Thank you. Enjoy the show. Oh, I like her telling us to enjoy the show. Yeah. I don't, maybe <laughs> Is she telling everyone else to enjoy the show? Not, oh, maybe, not, yeah. Not enough people tell us to enjoy the show. <laughs> I'm going choo- to choose to say it was for us and the listening audience. Are we supposed to enjoy the show? Not usually, but we've just been given permission to. Yeah. You know, (laughs) if you want to hear us enjoying shows, uh, you Mm -hmm. should subscribe to suboptimalpods.com, where uh, our premium show, Yo Can We Live, is about us just hanging out and doing stuff we want to do, as opposed to talking about racism, which is a thing we do a lot, but it's Mm -hmm. not what we want to do a lot. No. If you understand. uh... I can't remember because we've been batching these recordings, so I don't know if I've said, but that is one of the best ways that you can support these on-strike writers and actors. Yes. I probably said that in the beginning, but who knows? Might have been the other episode. We don't remember. We don't We're know. not going to go check. Um, you know We're what else I don't remember? Check. What this call was about, because I got lost, because any type <laughs> of corporate shenanigans, I, I, it's a real failing in my brain. I get so twisty-turning with it because I don't understand how any jobs like okay. this work so can you this summarize but also make it fun a city a sit no i can't do the second part uh city owned uh <laughs> event space uh a person a white lady uh 
had a complaint and wanted her money back, which was against city policy. And our caller denied them, uh, you know, followed the policy, did not give them their money back. And this person went to the mayor, uh, which was not said, but I very implied and I I guess all but said that the mayor is white because then this person... Uh, the woman proceeded to leave a Yelp review naming only the black woman involved and not, uh. for instance, the mayor or any of the other people she spoke to as the reason mm-hmm. that she was complaining. Um, Got it. Got it. I guess, listen, the thing that is hard to figure out on this is I just didn't realize there were Yelp reviews for, I'm going to assume this is like a city pavilion or some like shit like that or like a park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a... Yeah, is there just, does City Hall have a Yelp page where it's just like, not enough cross breeze, three stars. Yeah, yeah. Bad <laughs> policies. Bad service? I don't even know. Yeah, I did they not They added enjoy. a 20% gratuity to my parking ticket? <laughs> they called it taxes. <laughs> They've been taking a gratuity out of my paycheck. <laughs> they ran out of duck, zero stars. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> rude parking insufficient guys please please keep calling in with your opportunities for us to riff we need it i mean voicemails <laughs> um <laughs> is this a case of like the naming of the of the black employee part makes me yeah. think you know there's a, a a tendency to perceive black people who are in some sort of you know, uh, upholding some sort of official policy from wherever they're working, even by doing things like completely by the letter and even by having like a neutral demeanor when you're doing it, black people Mm -hmm. are often perceived as being mean or being unfriendly or being more punishing or doing something that white people feel is not appropriate and then them complaining about that. Whereas oftentimes the same policies or whatever when upheld by people of other races aren't met with that same reaction. Yeah, exactly. Not, I, yeah. I think it's just like, well, and also, like, this person is racist. And, like, clearly they just fixated on their adversary as the black woman as opposed to everyone else in the chain or the whole damn government which made this policy. Um, but it also is, like, sort of speaks to, like, the, um, to this, you know, to the extent that they're, the, the danger of, like, things like Yelp, like, democratizing, like, complaining and reviewing is like this shit where it's like, yeah, racists get to talk um, Mm -hmm. and their words, unfortunately, have to be given credence, Um, you know, which is what we see in places like Twitter and like, like all that. It's like, like people really, um, unfortunately, give a shit and there isn't a ton you can do. I mean, in an ideal world, like the the caller's voicemail, which would essentially have been the response from the owner of the the Yelp review or whatever. It's so right. weird to think of like the mayor having to just be like, what do they say about us on Yelp? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Cause I, why do I always, why do I also think of a mayor as like, kind of like a villain from an eighties movie sort of, you know why big cigar, big cigar, huge mm-hmm. scissors, cut the cigar with it. Yeah. They oh, cut yeah. The it's so weird to go to the, to go to the mayor with a complaint, the mayor says, no, that person was right. You are wrong. And then still go, well, I got to complain about them somewhere. Like yeah. the mayor told you no. <laughs> yeah. The I guess mayor, it's that's a, the right, town king. That's true. Mm-hmm. Hang out of the town, the mayor. Um, 
I mean, that sound like three new Fox uh, animated of, shows coming out. King, King, of, the King of the Town, colon, the, the mayor. The mayor. <laughs> I mean, you know, obviously, ideally, there's there would be some version of like a response from the the mayor. Yeah. On the Yelp or the oh, the manager of whatever this thing is. But like for sure. I mean, you know what? I guess if you're in a town small enough that you can complain to the mayor when someone doesn't give you a refund on your pavilion rental, yeah. then you're in a town small enough where the mayor should be answering all Yelp reviews of a hundred percent. The mayor has to do that follow up on the review that's like, Thank you so much, Karen nineteen seventy-two, for your uh mm-hmm. feedback. While we strive to give each of our constituents a great experience here at yeah. the town, uh, yeah. we seem to have let you down. The f- the fact that you're only singling out our the black woman you work with tells us something you're racist. That's what mayors should call people racist more. And that is why I should be mayor. <gasps> Whoa, this is your oh my god, you were running this whole time? Wow. I'm running. Oh yeah. I'm gonna win. Oh <laughs> you're gonna win. Andrew campaigning hard for mayor. <laughs> I'm probably gonna win. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I'll launch your campaign. <laughs> yeah. Is the election soon? How do Andrew I do this? T, I'm probably gonna win. <laughs> Man, I hate I hate campaigning more than anything. You gotta you I gotta do it at the Tawnies too. Oh yeah, you give a little what speech. A bombshell. The one person to give a speech, Andrew Redding well, for mayor. My song will be just the remix of I'm gonna I'm probably gonna win. And so that's how they'll uh-huh. they'll figure it out. They'll get that's it. That's good. Yeah. I'm running. No, He's running. The audience of all dogs, all dogs. this will really land <laughs> with them. They're they're mm-hmm. your they're your base. <laughs> it's just, honestly an honor just to be there. I'm assuming I'm going to be there at this instance. No, you'll be there. You know, you're you're a good boy. You'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh this man, this has been the most well, unhinged episode. With, with this, with all that, I I think we just have to be done. Um, thank you for calling in with your questions. 323-389-7223, 323-389-RACE. We love the work snitches. Just loving, loving lunacy in general, uh, as far as, you know, the, 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 that's the only thing that's really keeping us going. Um, what else? I said that, did I say the phone number? I said the phone number. Check out suboptimalpods.com. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you got to even... You got. You, you don't got to pay nothing. You don't got to do nothing. Just go to the website. Just just look yeah. at the website. Suboptimal. Take a look. See if something strikes you fancy. Take a look around. Sp- oh, specifically, we should say because we are doing it. Picket mm-hmm. cast. Yes. Name TBD. We got to workshop that name. We are on We're strike, so I don't know how many rounds of notes we want to do on the name, but eh, we'll see. A thousand. Um, but that's. Yeah, probably. I'll be the executive and I'll give all the useless notes. That's like, I just feel like, I feel like the the man needs to be more active. Um, And Picket Cast is going to be me and Andrew on the lines, talking to folks there, getting their, getting their tales, listening to what they're going through, what they're, what's important to them from both unions. And uh, that's going to be available in the suboptimal bundle. Um, I think once a month we're going to shoot for it. So check that out. Giving giving ourselves some achievable deadlines and goals. And that's what Mm -hmm. we as a podcast, have never technically seemed like we've been all about, but now that's what we're all about. It is. Okay. All right. That's it. That's it. Peace. This is Suboptimal.